Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight on Marvel TV Weekly, oh, we're going to give it to you. We're going to give you the X-Men, the best X-Men movies, and of course, the best team of X-Men. Marvel TV Weekly starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, that's right. Because when you think these four people, you think this right here. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> but, look, we all love Deadpool, so it works. Uh, big shout out to Amy Cassandra Martinez. This was her idea. And she's absolutely right. This was the best way. We were going to do the (laughs) X-Men animated theme song again. And this is just more fun because it is an X-Men themed show. Uh, Welcome to Marvel TV Weekly. I'm Christian Butt. Joined by Zia Landerson and Amy Cassandra Mintz and Carrie (laughs) Dulane. Just getting it all out there. And of course in the booth, Tony B. Tony has done it again. Yo, yo, DJ Tony Tone up in the booth right now. What's good? I feel like we the rest of the show is going to be downhill from here. So good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, so we uh, are going to pick our favorite X-Men movie. Uh, there's kind of an overwhelming favorite, but uh, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about most of them. We are not going to talk about X3. Spoiler alert. That's not going to come up no. on what? the list. No, yeah. The Last Stand was not The Last Stand. But anyway, uh, there's a little bit of news. And I uh, wanted to start off with the fact that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 officially postponed. I think it was inevitable considering the fact that uh, Tragic. that James Gunn, you know, not around. But I think, yeah, they got to take the time to get it right. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, now, I guess there's some ideas as to what movie might replace it. So I wanted to see if the panel has any thoughts on uh, one suggestion was, uh, oh, maybe they could uh, you know, get the Black Widow movie into shape uh, kind of quickly. I don't know that they can rush anything along to get it out a year earlier, but it is 2020. So it's two years from right now. So there might be something. My thinking is that a Black Widow movie... Not as effects heavy as some of the movies might be, so maybe you could get it done in two years. But uh, I will start mm-hmm. with you, Zia, because you're next to me. <laughs> Yay! Um, <laughs> funnily enough, I was going to say that as well for the same reasons because they were. Already so I stole your thunder. It. You, yeah, you cool, did. Cool, yeah, thank great. you for that. Um, My work here is done. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I honestly can't even think of anything else that they would be able to get out that quickly. Well, I mean, you know, I I would like a standalone Lockjaw film, but uh, that that's just for me. I don't think anybody else really wants that. But uh, uh, do you have any thoughts, Carrie, as to, uh, you know, something that's maybe there's been rumblings about, like, oh, maybe they could turn it around in two years? Or is it one of those we want to not have the market so saturated with films that we have a little bit of a break, and so when they're back, we're like, oh, we missed them. Well, I mean, look, it's Disney, so they could replace it with a non-Marvel movie. That's they true. could find something yeah. else that they're like, oh, we'll put that in there. You know, Another Star Wars. Pro- well, probably not the Boba Fett standalone movie. Oh. I think they're hey. they're going to hold off on the... <laughs> hey, the, yeah. hey what well, I want a Boba Fett standalone movie. Talking to Zia there. What? What? Nothing. 
Look, Solo you, was good, but we did not need it. <laughs> but it's the, it's also the best Star Wars movie in 35 years, just also, because it didn't make money, doesn't it? Oh, what? What? Hands oh, down. No. Better than all the prequels. No, I I not, neither Rogue here nor there. Yeah. I loved Rogue Back One. On that was my that favorite. That was good. I that like was that. my favorite But anyway. But anyway, so Disney can put anything Momentary rewind and back to Marvel. It's National Dog Day. Yes. So we posted a thing on Twitter and tagged... Tagged a couple people, and uh, Lockjaw is number one because is in the most uh, comics. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, there's not a lot of you know Marvel canines. Of, yeah, yeah. but shout back to last week, uh, Spider-Man Amazing Friends. There was indeed Ms. Lion, the uh, the pet dog that I think it was uh, Firestar's dog. But uh, yeah, yeah. There's also so, a Deadpool dog. Oh yeah, there you go, Dogpool. I just made that up, but that'd be a good character, my, right? My. What? Look, I'm just okay. trying. To, hey, that's a movie that could come. Oh, but that, that would be a Fox movie, not the a Marvel dog universe. Series. I just want there to be a yes. dog pool movie. The, the MCU. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Amy, do you have something that you're like? Oh, this is what would be good to come up instead of uh, Guardians Three. I mean, I don't know if it would, but you can always be hopeful. Doctor Strange, the sequel. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to start filming soon, right? It was just yeah. released that. That's st- that's one of our stories for up here that they're going to, uh, you know. But I don't understand how they can film that movie because we saw Doctor Strange die uh, in in Infinity War, so there couldn't possibly be a Doctor Strange. Talk about too. a movie we don't need. Uh, I don't know. I liked Doctor I Strange like one. Doctor Strange. It's Strange. different. Yes. I like that it was different. Yes. You know, I mean the Marvels, especially the Marvel Studios movies, are criticized for all basically seeming like the same movie, and that one definitely felt different. What were you going to say? Karen? I was going to say though the ancient one in casting was not the best choice. So this one. Well, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised. I like yeah. her, but I'm like, I like that her. Role, I it's agree. supposed to be an an, an old uh, Chinese man. Yeah. Yes. That and was an odd cast. I'm just choice. surprised that they didn't cast Scarlett Johansson because usually that's what happens. But, um, <laughs> what? Hey, I'm just saying. This. But uh, yeah, that is another thing that's happening. Uh, it'll begin filming next year. I think Doctor Strange is going to be a little effects heavy, so probably yeah, not something you can I rush mean, out. I was hoping they would just work extra hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. they weren't gonna. They weren't gonna work hard, but, no, they're, they're but Amy's like, "Hey guys, could you work a little <laughs> just, just speed it up a little?" No, it's fine. <laughs> All right, uh, one other uh, news story is that this is more of the rumor and innuendo variety, but supposedly. Uh, the that uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. That's the next Spider-Man movie next mm. year, and uh, this is a uh, picture that I sent Anthony. It's uh, the last one on the email. Uh, it, Jake Gyllenhaal has reportedly been cast yes. as Mysterio. Saw that, and uh, that would be interesting. I hope that they go with the classic Mysterio look. They've tried to update it a little bit, but you always have to go with the giant fishbowl head. Yes. If mm. you don't have the fishbowl head, you don't bother with Mysterio. It's like fishnet. Mesh shirt or jumpsuit thing? I mean, I'm not quite. That's not really fishnet. No, I'd say it's just a texture to the pattern. Yeah, it it looks actually a lot like the way that the Vulture's costume was drawn at that point. I I, I, kind of want to pose a question. Is this realistic, though? Like, is this, like, doable? Oh, I don't think he's going to look anything. Oh, like we're not going to have oh, a yeah. unitard on a guy. And he's, they're thing, not. Like, they're not going. They're no. not going fishbowl head. There's no, no way. because they have Jake Gyllenhaal. They wouldn't have cast him if they yeah. weren't going to show his face in the movie. Which honestly, I'm a little bit disappointed. About. Although mm-hmm. it's you know, here's the thing though. They you know they would say things like, oh, but you're not going to hire Tom Hardy and put a mask on his face the True. whole time, which they did for uh, Dark Knight Rises. But and, it would have been really for, hard to make Bane without. I mean, come on. Well, if they'd hire, but if they'd hired Jake Gyllenhaal, you probably would have seen Bane's face. But anyway, well, that I mean, wouldn't have worked. Anyway, if it's a fishbowl head. 
Can't you see in? Yes, that's true. Yeah, maybe they could do. That's a good point. They could do that. There you go. But it's not very mysterious if you can see it. Then it's more like he's an astronaut. Unless you give him like the origin story, like Buzz. Well, that's like uh, magicians. They had somebody without a face, and it was really cool. Without a face. Do you mean the TV show, The Magicians? TV show, The Magicians. Yeah. The, well, there's a character, and their face is just a bunch of moths flying around Ooh. for the longest time, That's and then creepy. it gets revealed. Oh, it's super creepy. Oh. So not seeing a face is very creepy. They I should like keep the it. Opposites of your reactions to Amy and Zia. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's like, like no, <laughs> and Zia's like, oh, really? Like, tell me more about moth face. <laughs> Thinking yeah. about checking that show out too. It's a really that's, good show. That's already. <laughs> then watch the after show on After Buzz. Is yeah. it uh, is it currently on or is it on hiatus? It's on Netflix, right? One and two are on Netflix. Season three just finished, and they're and you were four. doing the after show yeah. for it, as I recall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, okay, so catch up on the show. Catch yeah. up on the after show. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wins. <laughs> um, so uh, that's just a little bit of news. And before we dive into our X topic. Uh, Amy Cassandra Martinez has a very important message for all of you. I do. Well, hi, AfterBuzzers. Our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there's no network that works harder to serve television fans like you. But we do need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more or more, so as many as you'd like, of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll also help us uh, continue to grow, which we really appreciate. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be, because they're totally optional. So all you need to do is hit that subscribe button, which is like right there. It's the red one that says subscribe for this channel, and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments down below and we'll thank you on air i'll give you a little shout out for now thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the espn of tv talk oh yay look at that (laughs) that was was a nice little effect thank you and thank you amy thank you Mm -hmm. uh so this week's topic is the best x-men uh there so there's a two-prong assault here the first is going to be the best X-Men movie, uh, each of our personal choices. So please start chiming in in the chat what your favorite X-Men movie is. And if you think it's X-Men Origins Wolverine, please do not type that in <laughs> because I'll be very distracted to hear that someone picked that. And go and check yourself. Yes, before you do <laughs> you indeed wreck yourself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm well, like, I've said this before. The one thing I'll say about X-Men Origins Wolverine, Lee F. Schreiber was great as Sabretooth. Fantastic. And it's too bad that it was in such an awful movie. Because Ryan Reynolds was terrible as Deadpool. Ugh. But just the way it was written. That's it was not, not his, fault. his fault. That was not his fault. That was a Why bad they did that. That was a bad pass at Deadpool. And uh, but hey, that movie got undone a couple times. Once in Days of Future Past and then again in Deadpool 2. So really that movie it, like it's never it never really happened. It didn't. No. But I would have liked to have seen more Leah Schreiber as Sabretooth. But anyway, so there we go. I'm talking about the movie that I said don't talk about. But uh, if somebody has it as their favorite, tell us why. And I still won't believe there it. There are but three people already like putting down the same movie. X2. Yeah. Of course. X2. And Future Past. X2 yeah. is great. Yeah. Because well, those are the two best ones. Those I would say those are the two best <laughs> Which ones. We'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll start with Days of Future Past is my personal favorite. Uh, it was also mentioned as a co-favorite by Zia and by Carrie as well. Apparently, Amy has no love for Days of Future Past. I love that movie too, it's, by the way. It's oh, so, so good. good. Uh, so we have two images for this. There's a comic book, which is the cover for Uncanny X-Men 141, which 
is just sort of this great image of there you see future Logan. This is before Old Man Logan, before the movie. And he's there with a with an older Kitty Pride. The funny thing about this story is that it's set in a future, this dystopian future, where the Sentinels have wiped out some of the X-Men, a lot like the movie. But the future that it's set in, 2010. No! Because it, the comic wow. was in 1980. So it was just like, oh man, by 2010. That. Yeah, it's just like how we've passed some of the benchmarks in the Terminator franchise. Uh, Skynet has already taken over. But anyway... Uh, so that uh, is is one of the best X-Men stories, Days of Future Past. And they went and made it a movie. And they made it a great movie. And I think it's great because it's on such an epic scale that it has the <laughs> classic cast from the first trio of movies. Yeah. And it also has the first class cast, which is hard to say if you don't slow down and say it. The first class and I just the idea that it had both of them, that it had Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy, mm-hmm. and it had Sir Ian McKellen, and the guy whose name Michael I Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. I had it in my head, and it was gone. <laughs> Never I, forget it because I said Ian McKellen first. I was like, wait, I just forgot Fassbender's name. They're, they're both great. Awesome. I just love that you had both of them in it. Also, uh, okay, I just they're also like my two favorite actors in one movie. Which um, one? Michael Fassbender and. Uh, uh, James McAvoy, nice. my God, those nice. guys are great. Yes. Yeah, they're fantastic actors. Yeah, yeah. You know what I noticed after watching? Sorry, Carrie, you were mm. gonna go ahead. <laughs> no, I was <laughs> just gonna give a quick shout out. I was like, oh, but actually, think about it too. I really did enjoy First Class, if only seeing like other different mutants and like going back in time. Yeah, in it, was, way, it was interesting. Was really we were talking about it beforehand, and I thought Kevin Bacon was great as Sebastian mm-hmm. Shaw in First Class. Um, January Jones, the opposite of that. But Sebastian Shaw by uh, Kevin Bacon. And now you're able to play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon with the X-Men franchise. So thank you for that, for Mm -hmm. finally getting involved. Um, What were you going to say, Zia? I was just going to say, because they were my two favorites and I knew I was going to be talking about them, I rewatched them this week. I rewatched Days of Future Past today. And um, what I really noticed is interesting is um, Hugh Jackman really, really ages into the role of Wolverine. He, when you first watch him in X2, while I love the movie and he's still great, it's so interesting to see him young like that. Well, and, and then when you see him in, in a movie that uh, Carrie will talk about in X-Men 2000, which is just called X-Men, uh, he's he's not even like ripped like that. Yeah. It's just, you're, he's just like a guy with, with you know, like mutton chops and right. a, a leather jacket. And yeah, he really he just owns that role. That's why I think it's so hard to, to imagine recasting Can't. Logan as Wolverine. And I think that's why we're going to see other characters with Wolverine tendencies, like maybe somebody that uh, Amy's going to talk about in a minute. <laughs> but Days of Future Past is so great because it it features time travel, which just seems to be like some of your best movies, like in the Star Trek fan tra- franchise, the two best Star Trek movies. Uh, some people would say Star Trek Four and First Contact both have time travel. This has some great time travel, and it's very smart because the comic book had Kitty Pride going back in time. Well, they were like, "Well, let's take our you know most famous actor, best loved character, let's send Wolverine back in time," but completely made sense yeah. because he was alive at that point, so he could actually just go back into his body. So it was a it was a, a minor wrinkle. But uh, I think it worked really well. And, in- and just the, the scope of the story was so great. I loved having the two casts together. Uh, so that continues to be my favorite. 
real quick, can I also talk about like the concept of like how they presented him going back in time? Yeah, was going back in time in his own memories. Like that's yeah. so wild. Like he that's such a cool concept. Like yeah, right. Uh, the idea that yeah, he just had like the bone claws and yeah. everything at that point. And uh, what were you gonna say, uh, Carrie? Is yes, there some I some like, chatter in the in I, the in the chat? I like uh, Serenity says I like all the X Men everything. X Men is like fried chicken. Yeah, you have your favorite places to get it, but it's fried chicken, so you can't go wrong with it. <laughs> Same with X Men. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, okay, sure. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> you know, the, they're all the, enjoyable the last, in their own way, the, but maybe there's some better ones. The last stand is definitely <laughs> is definitely Church's chicken. Yes, uh, but <laughs> the Days of Future Past is certainly Pollo Comparo. So you see, there's definitely different tiers of that. It's a fascinating way. It's like <laughs> hmm, they're not entirely wrong because you're like, oh, I don't know how great this is. Look, I saw X Men Origins Wolverine in the theater, oh, yeah. and I was just like. Well, this isn't good, but it does have Wolverine Whoa. in it. So yes. I did too. I, you just triggered my memory. Yeah. Oh, I thought I just triggered you. I thought we were going to have to get into a safe <laughs> space. I mean, I've been triggered since the first time you brought it up. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. I saw it in theaters with my friend, and I remember the first time coming out of a theater, and I was like, huh. Like, I was conflicted within myself because, like, I know it's X-Men, but at the same time, I was like, that was kind of bad. Yeah, I mean, I'd already experienced that after seeing Spider-Man 3 with uh, Topher Grace, which we talked about last yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Dizen in the chat says, it's like 7-Eleven chicken. <laughs> That's probably about right. It's been on, under the Shots heat lamp for too long. And, you know, they, like, they have, like, written on there, like, what oh. time they should throw it away. And, and it was, Seren- like, two hours ago. Yeah. Serenity doesn't understand your reference to churches as, like, it's supposed to be really good. Uh, I got food poisoning from there, so from I Church's agree. chicken. Yeah, oh, then boy. I'm like, nope, Church's is not on my list. No. Oh, unless they want to be a sponsor, in which case <laughs> we all love Church's chicken. Delicious. Church's chicken is a big deal. Well, okay, not a big deal, but people love it in San Antonio, so I feel you. My Serenity. my wife's extended family loves Church's chicken. Yes, yeah, it's so. good. I've oh, never man, been there. Oh. Good for you. <laughs> no, I'm actually never Z, Z is too busy going to Burger King. All right, yeah. so uh, <laughs> so the, so. Uh, but Carrie, so you also had Days of Future Past, like sort of like co-headlining your list. So, is there anything specific you wanted to mention before we move on to Zia's real choice? Well, I was like, this is Quicksilver really gets to shine in this yes. one. And, oh my oh, god, that's right. I loved him in this one so much that you ignore that there was another Quicksilver in a different yeah, movie. Yeah, and I Agreed. think that they killed He's off that so other Quicksilver because he was so good in this. So and you know, in uh, Apocalypse, they did another kind of Quicksilver scene. Still good, but doesn't even come it close to this. This is so mess. good. Yeah. And I did a casual cosplay of his character, too. So I'm like... A casual cosplay? What? Well, I, it was going... It was a nighttime club event, so oh, okay. I did... I had a silver dress, and I had nice. the wig, I had the headphones. <gasps> oh, I love and that. And then goggle. I had the headphones and the goggles and boots and, like, a little um, belt like he has. That's, that's fun. awesome. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, very much that that sequence is so, so good. good that it it really sort of sets the tone for like this is really fun. This yes, movie, you know, and it exactly. didn't didn't need to be fun. You know, they could have they could have oh I don't know they could have deceded and been super dark and super <laughs> serious, but they didn't. Uh, yeah, and like for me, like that movie just has so many like great action set pieces that just make it. Like when they come together as a whole, oh, it's just so good. I love Bishop in it. Yeah, I love the, the way they portrayed oh. Bishop. 
Was yeah, and I would yeah. I would like to get a little bit more Bishop somewhere in the future. I would love to see more I Bishop. I didn't mean that as a joke about time travel. I would like to see more of him, though. I think that they should do more I hope they cast the, the same guy, too, because I just loved him as Bishop. I think he was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Uh, so, uh, but Amy, you... Uh, I should finish with Z before I get to you. So okay. put a pin in it. I know you're really... You're, you're, you're chomping at the bit. But Zia, you uh, also have X2, which yes. I always said was my favorite X-Men movie up until Days of Future Past. Well, yeah. Um, but uh, talk a little bit about why it's so good. And since you rewatched it this week, you're going to have a better explanation I than I would have. I like... Well, first I'm going to get to the one, thi- the one thing that I didn't like about it. That Colossus was not Russian. Yeah. Why? Why? Why would you make Colossus they, not be Russian? They get Colossus <gasps> so right in Deadpool, you know, yeah. because he's Russian and he's kind of funny, yeah. the whole thing. And he's so, yeah, they completely they missed really the mark. young, too, yeah. which was odd. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I loved everything else. I love, it was, it's, it just took me back to watching it again for the first time and seeing Storm, because I loved her so much in the cartoons, and you get to see her played by, I mean... Why can't I remember her name? All Halle, Halle Berry. Um, Michael Fassbender. Michael, oh my God. The only thing I wished from her is that they made her a little bit more theatrical, but I understand why they didn't. Um, yeah, yeah, but uh, what I love about that movie is Beast, oh. as voiced by Kelsey Grammer. Mm-hmm. And they wanted him in the first one, but Beast was too expensive to render the effects. So that's a big reason why he wasn't in it. And uh, I don't know, I just, I always liked the Beast. The concept of, hey, look at him. But, oh, he's so smart, you know. And I just like the way he talks, like the way he carries himself. Uh, and I like both, I like both iterations of Beast. You mm-hmm. know, Nicholas Holt does a good job as well. But, yeah, X2, it was like, so uh, when Carrie talks, she's going to talk about X-Men 2000, which there's a lot of things I like about it. What I don't like about it is that you could tell this is really early in the superhero game. And they're like, we are not spending a lot of money on this. And let's have the most exciting action sequence in the film take place in the gift shop instead of like outside, you know, on the face of the Statue of Liberty. They just have a little bit of that. So it feels cheap, the first one. And that's not a fault of the storytelling or the acting. It's just the fact that the studio was like, see what you can do with this money. Uh, But I I think that they're both great. It's just X2. They were like, oh, let's spend money on this. So that's why I always like that one better. I have to admit, it holds up to the opening scenes with Nightcrawler. Yeah. I love Nightcrawler. 15 years ago. That movie was 15 years ago. I was actually, like, it's not in high definition, obviously. So if you're used to watching stuff in that, it's a little bit. But other than that, it holds up so well. All of the effects are really good. Iceman, Bobby, his effects are great. Like, they just, they did a good job putting it together. Which, it's just funny watching him because I was all he was on Animorphs. Oh my god, yeah! <laughs> I remember those books. Uh, well, because we keep referencing it, let's let Carrie talk about uh, X Men Two Thousand, aka just yes. X Men. I would say it only it mainly holds a special spot for me because it was the first one. Yes. So it's just Agreed. like it was. I remember when that came out. I think I knew. Like, I remember having an article on it clipped out and had, like, in my locker or something. I was so excited. I knew the date in advance. And because it was, there weren't any other superhero movies, really. So it was, like, <gasps> because that's, so Because that's, like, a, a full, it's, that's, like, two years before Spider-Man. Like, yeah. it's that far wow. before that. Yeah. So it was I, very exciting. Yeah. Uh, and then I was the nerd in terms of, I don't know if I was reading the comics as much, but definitely the cartoon. Sure. And 
oh my gosh, so and so doesn't look right. Their hair, like theatrical of no, they're the hair was a big thing. Why why is Jean's hair really short? No, it's supposed to be this long raven <gasps> red or this long bright red hair. And then Rogue, and it's like, what, Annabelle? No. Just like those little details. And I know those are small, but as someone who's like, I love the cartoon, and you watch it, but besides that, and I, I like that they made the joke too, which I'm like, I don't remember it's in the first one. And they joked about the uniforms. And uh, they're like, "What do you want us wearing? Red, red, uh, yellow, and yellow, blue." Yeah. And then that's just funny. And yeah, it's, it's one of those. Yes, it's very minimal in the effects, but it was one of those like, "Yay, it's the first one!" Yeah, and the notion of getting an X Men movie onto the big screen, it, it, there were a lot of stop, stops and starts along the way. Like for me, I'd waited more than fifteen years for there to be an X Men movie at that point, so I was so excited. Yeah, there was supposed to be one that James Cameron was going to direct in the late eighties, which would have been fascinating. I think that they also wouldn't have spent any money on it, even though it was James Cameron. But so just to get to see this, and the fact that like I have no idea who this guy is who's playing Wolverine, he's great, and. I love Patrick Stewart because, as people oh, know, he's so, I, yeah, he was he's perfect casting. Perfect. Like, there was no one else that could have played Professor X, and uh, he did such a great job with it. Yeah, most of the casting was like, oh, yeah, totally spot on. And then there's a couple others that, okay, we'll see what you do with it. And then you yeah. I feel like they did a great job casting um, Cyclops, too. I swear James to God, yeah, it looks exactly yeah. like yes. the comic and, and the cartoon. And he gets a little bit of a bad rap, but I, I, yeah. I like Cyclops I in general. Him, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so uh, those are ours. And now, Amy, finally, I know I almost let you talk before, but it's then I. Fine. Uh, but this is a this is a great one. This is a standalone. This is a spinoff. Yes, it is. Well, and I chose Logan because, Ooh. I mean, this was yeah last year, so I hadn't really really delved into the nerdiness that is inside of me um, until yeah last year no last three years two years so this was one of those that I was like yeah okay this is great and Laura was fantastic I loved her in this um, and, and I, she's a character that we know as X-23 uh, from the comics but yeah she's just Laura in the movie yeah. but uh, yeah and I felt like it was it was uh, like you know how some movies can be very pretty and like tied up in a bow this one was just like dirty like grungy and I like that and I like that there was a lot of issues going on and um seeing Wolverine Logan like that was so interesting to watch because I obviously like didn't know his whole story and so to see all of that unfold it's like dang and again back to Patrick Stewart he's so great in that movie and you know that's when you knew that you know comic book movies weren't going to be taken seriously that there wasn't a real you know, I'm talking about Academy Award nomination because he was so good, and it was just it was just sad to see see old Charlie die. You that know? movie made me cry a lot. Oh, yes, <laughs> like yeah. a lot. The ending still gets I, me. Oh, yeah. I still want to see more powers from some of the kids, though. I, I agree with that. I think mm-hmm. that you know there was probably consideration for that, but I think they probably streamlined the story a little True. bit. But yeah, but even when they're running away, I'm like, come on, give me a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, agree. They were too. I know that they were being hunted and they were scared, but they they do have reflex. Powers. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Can. yeah, reflex power. Come on. Uh, so anyway, are there any uh, any that we haven't mentioned in the chat? I mean, there's not that many X Men movies, but uh, number two is a big. That's a big favorite. Big one. I, I, yes. I don't disagree with anybody who has that. That's that's right up there with Days of Future Past for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so the next portion of our conversation is. 
Uh, instead of like, oh, let's pick our favorites, which we do a lot of the time, I tasked everyone on the panel to put together for – if they were putting together a mission, which five X-Men would they put on their mission? Uh, so Five? Damn. That's all right. It's five. Three didn't sound like enough. What kind of who are you going to get? uh, You know, if you do three on a mission, so uh, and we'll just sort of we'll each take a turn and we'll say ours. So and then you know, Anthony, a lot of the same characters are going to come up, so you can just sort of flip through them as you see them, and it's fine. Uh, So for me, I had to start with Wolverine, but I so I have Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Storm, and Kitty. A.K.A. Shadowcat, but Kitty Pryde. Uh, so when you think about sort of some of the dynamics of these characters, you know, Wolverine, well, there's a lot that he can do. He can cut through things, sure. Nightcrawler's going to be able to help you teleport. Colossus is the brawn. Kitty can go through things. She can phase. And there's a, actually a lot that, uh, there's a lot of situations where that's useful. And Storm, it's like, Oh, well, you know what? If there's a real problem, I'm just going to go ahead and do lightning and make a flood. You need snow. No problem. So I just feel like powers alone that and I, they would all work together really well because they were actually all on the team. together. So uh, it was hard because what I wanted to do was just put Phoenix on and be like, yeah, she can do anything. So let's just go ahead and just have Jean Grey as Phoenix and then everybody else can stay home. But <laughs> I, I picked those five for me. Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Storm, and Kitty. Uh, Zia, who did you pick? And Very, if you don't remember, it's right here. Very similar. No, okay. I have it pulled up here, too. Um, I got Professor X. Good to start with because him. Because, of course, Most yeah. powerful telepath in yeah. the world. And Can't also, disagree. I feel like the team needs a leader. And I feel like mm-hmm. he's yeah. good That's the one thing I realized. Yeah, I didn't put... <laughs> Storm does lead the X-Men at yes. one point. But, uh, you know, Colossus... Uh, sorry, Cyclops was missing from my list. So Professor X is a great place to start. And then also Wolverine, obviously. Which mm-hmm. I forgot to mention X2. Another reason why I loved it so much is the scene where uh, everybody's... They're rushing into the school, and Wolverine just goes nuts on yeah. all those guys. Ha <laughs> ha. The uh, the thing that, that I neglected to mention when we were talking about X two is one. that that story is based on a Marvel graphic novel called. It's an X Men graphic novel called God Loves Man Kills. One of the best, just single standalone Ooh. issues of X Men storytelling. God Loves Man Kills. Uh, cannot recommend that highly enough. So that story I, is based on that. I actually have that. Have you read it? I, I haven't probably, read it though. That's the yeah. Thing. That's it's a great story, and it, because it was a graphic novel, it's a, it was like the language was a little rougher than uh, you were oh, used to. So it was like a little that. jarring. But anyway, sorry, I uh, I meant to mention that before. That's uh, cool. So Wolverine. Yeah, obviously for that reason, uh, Rogue. Because she can fly and she has super and, strength and, and she, she can, can steal everybody she else's can steal powers. Everybody's powers, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Um, Nightcrawler, obviously teleportation. And Colossus, both for the fact that he's strong and I just love him because he's funny. <laughs> he really is. He's funny. Yeah. I just, I love his personality. He's the lightness of the group. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kitty didn't love him enough to marry him, but that's besides the point. Uh, uh, what about you, Amy? You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wolverine. Yup. Duh. <laughs> Colossus. Go. Yep. Duh. Storm. Uh, we already talked about this. Uh, Jean Grey. Yeah, because yeah. Jean Grey, even just as Jean Grey, I mean, you know, as as like a, a moderate telepath mm-hmm. and a telekinetic, I mean, there's a lot of Powerhouse stuff. Powerhouse you... right there. Yeah. yeah. And Laura, X-23. Which is interesting because you do already have Wolverine. I know. So what? She, people, <laughs> people underestimate her. answer. And that's what I answer. think. Yeah. I mean, people underestimate her. So I think that that's something that she could use to her advantage. And she's young and people just are like, whatever. You're well, in. she's and they very team unassuming. And so well in the movie, yeah. too. Exactly. True. If, if I love you're, it. If you're using Laura from the Logan movie, you're just yeah. like, oh, it's this little girl. All right. Whatever. Yeah. 
And you're not going to expect exactly. her to, you know, take out, like, I don't know, say a team of ten ninjas. You which know. she could. <sighs> that was uh, beautiful. Yeah. Calling out your Colossus, though, a little bit. Ed Dyson in the chat says, To be fair, Colossus cheated on Kitty in Secret Wars. Uh, okay, but that's different. Oh, that that's a long time ago, and he came home and he broke up with her. So Plus now in the Wars. and yeah, yeah, what happens in Secret Wars stays in Secret Wars. <laughs> he told her right away, and okay. he fell in love with this woman who died, and he still broke up with Kitty because he's like, I love. He did else. the right thing, and also okay. super creepy. He was nineteen, she was thirteen. So you know, he, it's good that he needed to break up with her then. Just saying, you know. Yep. But anyway, <laughs> that's that's a conversation for another time. Comic books are a hell of a drug. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so now I believe uh, it is Carrie's turn yes. for your team, who has some people that we've mentioned, but uh, someone who was absent so far. Yeah, uh, so Rogue, obviously, yeah, super strength and can fly. And steal um, everybody's powers. And steal everybody's powers. Though I would, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, wouldn't say I mean, that's very like, useful. I mean, she can, but I don't feel that's something that's like, Part of her Rolodex of all right. Next thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna take your. You know, it depends on the situation. She accidentally stole all of Ms. Marvel's powers uh, in in the 70s, and she still has. That's why she can fly. Yes, it's because she stole them and kept them. But anyway, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Then there is uh, Wolverine, obviously Uh, Storm, Mm -hmm. because it's one of those who are like. People that could work together and not be too crazy. Yeah. Nightcrawler, because yes, the teleportation is very handy. And he's good for hand to hand combat. And then I would he's, also- a, he's a swashbuckler. The picture that we yes. have right here uh, it's, it just reminds you that he's, a, he's an expert with a sword. I just wanted to say sword. <laughs> well, then the first one I actually thought of for uh, right away, but then I changed because I was like, well, saw it most recently in the movie is Cable, but I had actually first thought Bishop. I mean, either but, one of them. But, yeah. but both of them are normally like on a mission, so they're not as great in a team. <laughs> Neither one of them team players. They're but not really to good. To be fair, Cable led X Force. Uh, okay, Tony, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> what? That, that's Cable. That's coaxial. <laughs> That's his, that's his real name. Yeah. Uh, but no, Cable led X Force in the yeah, comics, so he, he's able he to later. he's able to work yes. in a team environment. Yeah, I feel like if yeah. it counts, he'll be there. Yeah, you know. Bishop yeah. generally feels like he's doing a mission and you're joining him or you're not. He's doing his thing. Yeah. Um, right. But both are really cool characters and I like because they're not the, you know, regular mainstream group. Yeah. Yes. So the reason why I said uh, five because I wanted to participate. Do you have five right. now? I do have now. All but right. The last one's a little dicey because I'm not sure if he's actually part of the X-Men. But Well, Cable technically isn't, but he's part of the X-Family. Right. So we're, we're oh, you know, he's, he, yeah, by, by leading X-Force and he's definitely, and also the fact that Cyclops and a clone of Jean Grey are his parents, obviously <laughs> he's able to, he's part of the X-Men he family. His lineage. Yes, exactly. Yes. Pedigree. All there right. we go. So it'd be Cyclops. He'd be uh, good for you, Point Man. I'm glad that somebody picked him. Leader. Sorry, yeah, Scott. He's, he's actually pretty. Cool. I mean, I the, those the eye blasts are I lo- like I, that's I, very I he can take out yeah. a mountain with those. Yeah. So yeah. it's very useful. I hate how like Boy Scouty he is, but like his, yeah. his power set's just dope, and he's a natural born. Well, leader. remember he ditched his pregnant wife so that he could go hook up with his ex girlfriend who came back from the dead. So oh, honestly, you, you are, that was his too. first love. Sorry. <laughs> But then he Sorry, married Tony. a clone of her. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> All right. And it'd be uh, Storm for his uh, right hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be Rogue as backup. Mm-hmm. Get Gambit. 
Uh, Gambit. Yeah, Gambit yeah. didn't make the list. That's good call. I love Gambit. I love me some Gambit. But is he really good as a team player? Doesn't matter. Comedic relief. <laughs> he keeps the situation tough. Like, True. You know, very tense situations. He can yep. defuse them. Um, well, not me. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, this is a dicey one. Uh, Quicksilver. Uh, Quicksilver, I believe he was a member of X Factor at one point, And, you know, I think, again, part of the family. He's mm-hmm. Magneto's kid. That's so, why, yeah. You know, yeah, it's, uh, but it's a, it's a good guy. He was a member of the Avengers a lot more than he hung out with the X-Men. But, uh, again, he's a, he's a part, he, you feel like he's a part of the team in the movies. Like, especially, you know, the, uh, the first class. Uh, right. Well, I guess it's really uh, Days, Days of Future Past future. and yeah. uh, Apocalypse. And you got to figure we're going to see him in Dark Phoenix. Because why would you not see him in he that film? Freaking but better be yeah yeah i'll be disappointed i'd be so mad and they better not uh if he's not in it they better not recast him with aaron johnson who oh. played him in uh age of ultron i'll riot <laughs> uh, i would like to see that I'll yes riot. what's some feedback we're getting yes, from the chat uh, christian in the chat says cyclops power output at height can reach that of a nuclear reactor sweet Ooh. by the way serenity says storm gambit gene and cable oh it says they were all on an x-men team there you go uh and with your thought on uh comedic relief abk 88 says never underestimate the importance of comedic relief yeah, I mean, so, Nightcrawler's going to give yes. you some of that for sure. But, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, these moments can be pretty tense. Yes. So. Christian Jackson says Cyclops, Iceman, Cable, Storm, and Wolverine. Oh, okay. Stars are throwing a wrench in the game. No one has Morph. No, oh. no, no one has more. You know what's hilarious? No one will have more. When I was too. making this this list, Nick made a joke saying, "Oh, you should put, put more on, on the there. list." Uh, the uh, you know, if you want Jubilee. You, you mm-hmm. just, I feel she has potential. Yeah, but she never really. Got if you want it. somebody with Jubilee's skill set, just get Dazzler because uh, the the lasers are bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, it, she's a sorry Jubilee. She's a better character. Mm-hmm. Uh, she shoots fireworks. Yeah, yeah, and she has yeah. a yellow raincoat. What else? Orlando Williams says Storm, yep. Rogue, Professor X, Wolverine, and Gambit. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, but uh, not really a lot of uh, you know dark horse candidates uh, along the way. I mean, look, there's there's plenty of there. I, I should have uh, had a number of how many actual you know team members of X Men there have been. But uh, when you go with alternate realities and futures and things, it's pretty much everybody. Like we've all been on the X Men in some reality or hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But uh, anyway, that was a fun conversation. We uh, all, we welcome your continued feedback. Uh, in the uh, the weeks ahead, uh, if you're just watching on the archive on YouTube, uh, for those who watched last week's show about Spider-Man, uh, I wanted to <laughs> get a comment from Charlie Angel. Spider-Man 69 is 67, but same difference. Uh, WTF animation. There was nearly no animation. Four to five frames per second compared to Disney films of that time. Spider-Man 69 with the new ones are the worst Spider-Man cartoons. Eight exclamation points. I yeah, love Amy's how like, passionate no. I love yeah. how passionate yeah. he is about it. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Amy definitely disagrees. I obviously the animation not not the strongest in that in that series. Yeah, but here's the thing: like, y- you guys have your opinion, and we have our opinion, and you can't say that our opinion is false because no, it's our opinion. But we also won't say, we also won't say exactly. your opinion is false. Exactly. 
Unless somebody had picked X-Men Origins Wolverine That's as their the favorite. Only I would have said, no, you're wrong. I, and really, last stand, I would have also said, you're wrong. So, but also, yeah. I mean, I think with anim- animation, mm-hmm, from back then, it's like they tried. And that's that's all that you can take something. You know, like, it, people worked hard on that. Yeah, you can't compare it to Disney. This was something else. This was on TV. This was different. And I think that there's a certain kind of charm to animation that is done that way. And it's appreciated. And I know I'm not the only one that really likes likes the 67 version. Some so hate, too, on the oh, yeah. Spider-Man casting. On the, the movies. On the was chats, that yes. was that in that oh, was in a previous episode? Yeah. No, I think when that, we were talking about the Spider-Mans. Right, but I think that was... Last week that we did the animated Spider-Mans. That was the one that I wasn't here for. Oh, the uh, movie oh, Spider-Man. The movie Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Because the movie Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 Well, because some of the And you can Go continue in. talking about yeah. all of those topics, and it's welcome. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, there's there's a case to be made for all of those uh, Spider-Men. The case for Tobey Maguire, like we were talking about the first X-Men movie in 2000, that was the first time we saw Spider-Man on the big screen. <laughs> And uh, I was just so excited to see him. And I don't know. I, I like that movie. I will still say Spider-Man 2, the one with Doc Ock, is probably my favorite. Not probably, but it is my favorite I, Spider-Man I, movie. I, I think Tobey Maguire is like the most nuanced uh, Spider-Man, in my opinion. I Yeah, I mean, I like Tom Holland, but he's he, they're going for a different yeah, he's portrayal. Having, having, yeah. Yeah. They're just doing something different. Yeah. yeah, and it's, it, it's, it's definitely jokier. And Spider-Man himself is very jokey. But... Speaking of Spider-Man, next week we are going to revisit the web crawler, the wall crawler, the web slinger, and the wall crawler. He's both of those things. He's a web crawler, though. He definitely does that. Uh, And we will be joined in, I was going to say in this very studio, but probably to be the other studio. But we'll be joined in studio by Robbie Draymond, who is the voice actor on Marvel's Spider-Man, the show that's currently on Disney XD. And I think the show's on like a mini little hiatus right now. So I think there's only 13 episodes in this season too. So you have you have a week to catch up. If you have the Disney Now app, the entire second season is there. And you might not even realize you have it. If you have Disney XD on your cable, you can easily watch the entire season. So you can be uh, up to speed. And uh, there's a, a lot of fun characters uh, starting with J. Jonah Jameson uh, being heavily featured. Yes. And so uh, so check that out uh, and then come company. back. What's that, Anthony? He runs a media company. Well, yeah, because, what's a, because, <laughs> that makes sense because the show's mostly for know, kids. I know, I know. And what's a newspaper? Yeah, you know? exactly. Media company. No, as yeah. soon as they said so that, funny. when I watched it, I go, oh, that totally makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so uh, very excited about that. And uh, you can check out our show next Sunday at 10 Pacific. And again, East Coasters, we get it. It's late. So you check out the archive. Get up in the morning right away <laughs> before you go to work. Watch our show. Uh, but anyway, so that'll be next week. But for all of us this week, thanks so much for uh, everybody watching and everybody who joined us in the chat. If you want to keep in touch with me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. And Zia, where do people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's XIA underscore land. Did you hear that? Twitter uh, and Instagram. Yeah. Yes. I, put a picture on my Twitter I know yes. I know it's for real because she followed me back I on did, Twitter. I did. I followed you all. Yeah. You, you really? yeah. I'm pretty sure I've got you guys. Yeah. I hope so. Because now you have a picture. Yeah, and I have a picture. Yeah. yeah. So Zia and it's XIA it underscore land. So Zia <laughs> Landerson, that's how you find there her. There she is. And yeah. Amy, yeah. where do people find you? You guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. Follow me. And 
Thank you. MTZ. <laughs> Nailed it. Yes. And <laughs> Carolyn. Yes, y'all can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. And in the booth, we've got at Tony B. Tony underscore. Yes. You can find Tony there and uh, tell him how much you agree with his choice of X Men. <laughs> and you. thank Amy for choosing this song. Anyway, that's everything for tonight, but uh, we will see you next week. Until then, Excelsior! Oh. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.